1: Are you thinking of sending your kids to camp this summer? You may be thinking to yourself that you don't know which one is best suited for your children. And if you're like me, you want something safe, fun, and educational. Today we are talking to an educational expert about a fun STEAM camp that you might want to consider taking your kids to this summer. On today's episode, we have Pamela Briskeman, who is the Vice President of Education at Galileo Learning, where she works to develop innovators who envision and create a better world. She is a graduate of Stanford University and has a BA in Design and a BS in Product Design Engineering. Pamela has been working at the intersection of education and design for more than 25 years. Wow, Pamela, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Kim. I'm really excited to speak with you. Yes. No, I, well, we're here today to talk about Camp Galileo, and my kids actually went to Camp Galileo for the first time last summer, and they had an absolute blast. I'm a big fan of Camp Galileo, and now you have over 65 summer camp locations across Northern and Southern California, Chicago, Denver, Seattle, and Washington D.C. all focusing on inspiring children to envision and create a better world. That's fantastic! Congratulations. <laughs> so
0: much. We're really excited about this coming
1: summer. Yeah. Um, so tell us um, a little bit about what makes um, Galileo Camp so unique. So Camp Galileo is unique
0: because everything we do is designed to deliver on that greater purpose that you just mentioned, which is to develop. Uh, Children as innovators who envision and create a better world. And we believe that no matter what kids choose to do, they're going to be more successful and happier in life if they have the ability to innovate. That means really looking at any circumstance, envisioning a way to make it better, and then turning that idea or that vision into reality. So, as a parent myself and as an educator, I really see this as one of the most important skills or skill sets that I want for my kids and for all children to prepare them to flourish in the future. And despite there being really concrete practices that are proven to teach creative problem solving and build creative confidence, in the main, we really don't see these skills taught in schools,
1: let alone at summer camps. So
0: Galileo is, you know, designed to fill that
1: gap. I love it. Well, my kids had a blast last year, and honestly, the one of the main reasons I liked it, as as an educator myself and a mom, is um, the STEM learning aspect. I love that they were learning um, in in a STEM type capacity, but also in a very fun way. You know, my kids came home every day and would share certain things about their day, and they they had fun, and they want they couldn't wait to go back the next day. And then even after the week was over, they wanted to go back the following week, and they've already been asking me about this summer. I love that.
0: That's such a familiar. (laughs) story. Um, You know, Camp Galileo brings all the fun and joy of the best traditional summer camps, the silly songs, the dress up days, the camp games. We have super experienced, great staff that get to know every camper and like really smooth operations and checkout. But underneath that all, there's this really robust education program that unlocks the STEM learning, the innovation skills and the things that really make campers feel great about themselves and have so much fun while they're doing it.
1: Absolutely, and I, I loved the fact that both of my kids could go. I have, you know, a, a preschooler, and I have um, one in elementary school. And typically, most camps, he, my son at least, who's the preschooler, hasn't been old enough for. And um, so, I love that you know he was able to go with his sister, and it was it was his first camp, you know, uh, time away. Um, so, share with us who the camps are for, and what age groups or what grade levels, um, you know, that Camp Galileo was best for.
0: Yeah, so like you said, it's a really wide age range. We serve kids from rising kindergarten to kids going into 10th grade. And there's five different age groups. So we have nebulas, which are our rising kindergartners, like your son, probably their first experience at camp. We have stars that are our first and second graders. Supernovas are third and fourth graders. Meteors, fifth and sixth graders. And then for kids who are going into 7th to 10th grade, we have this amazing counselor and training program that combines the camp fun um, with opportunities for them to develop leadership skills, mentor younger campers, and go behind the scenes to, to really bring that camp magic to life.
1: Oh, wow. I love that. And, and is that something new? I, I thought it ended around 8th grade last year. So have you just added on the ninth and 10th graders this year? Well, we've piloted this um, the CIT program
0: in the summer of 2019, and it was super successful. We didn't run it in COVID because we were just trying to keep things limited. And we couldn't have you know the older kids interacting with the younger kids because we were trying to keep um, contacts limited. But we, were, we got such a great signal. The kids had a really great experience. And so we're excited to bring it to all of our sites this coming summer.
1: Oh, that's amazing. I'm so glad you can, you're can you able to bring that back this year. And, um, you know, now speaking of, of COVID, um, I know, you know, last year obviously was an interesting year for all of us. It's still yeah. happening. Um, and I know, you know, there's a lot of um, parents out there that might wonder or be concerned or want to know what is Camp Galileo doing for the health and safety of our children? So what do you have in place, um, you know, as far as health and safety for the kiddos that go to Camp Galileo?
0: Yeah, so absolutely. Um, the number one focus is going to always be the health and safety of our campers and staff. As you mentioned, last summer we ran camps successfully. Your kids were there at you know, 52 campsites across the country, and we had really um, robust COVID protocols in place. And this summer we're going to follow the guidelines from local, state, and federal authorities and we have a comprehensive plan that's you know, really designed to protect every member of the Galileo community and to mitigate risk as much as possible. We, those protocols continue to change. And so we can't say exactly what it's going to look like when we get to that point in June or July, but we're sure. confident that we'll be able to return safely to camp this summer and be able to welcome even more kids in communities um, than last year even.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I know, um, and again, things might change. But I know as a parent like myself, just going through parenting through this pandemic, um, and, you know, it was obviously a concern of mine. And I loved um, that at least last year, again, I know things could change this year, but I loved, um, I felt comforted in the fact that all the staff were wearing masks, that my kids were wearing masks, you know, it just made me feel better about sending them, you know, and I know not everyone believes in masks. And I know there's, you know, lots of sides to that. I don't want to get into any of that. But for me, I just loved that you did make a health and safety, a priority for the campers. And I, I could see that just in how you organized, you know, how parents dropped kids off, um, you know, showing ID, uh, like a driver's license um, for when you picked your kids up, um, you know, just making sure that you are the person that belongs to that or that child is the one who belongs to you when you come and pick them up. And that those just extra, extra little things just made me feel really, really um, good about sending my kids there, knowing that they were, um, you know, as safe as possible on, you know, in those circumstances.
0: Yeah, that's great to hear. We we have been around for 20 years now and just have so many best practices that have been covered, uncovered over time that really increase the safety, which also increases the fun for everyone, because when you're safe it's it's more fun um, and that run really smoothly and efficiently. So you can get in, you can get out, you can drop your kids off, and everyone can, you know, have a great day.
1: Yes. And yes. And saying that there was a staggering um, drop off and pickup, which was good, too. So everyone's swarming at one time, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, trying to get to bad. the front. It was it was nice to have that staggered. So what you're doing works. It's great because from a parent perspective, um, it, it was just it was just a really seamless process. I mean, it, it, you could tell that everyone there. Um, at the camp that we went to was very, everything was very organized, very thought out, very well planned. Um, and it, it went seamlessly, honestly, every day, um, you know, dropping them off, picking them was, was very seamless. So, so good job <laughs> um, with all those things. Cause that's great. And speaking of scheduling, I know as a working mom um, it's, it's, it's hard, you know, when you're trying to send your kids to a summer camp and sometimes it's only for a couple hours or a half day or something like that. Um, I know you have an extended care program. Will you share a little 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 bit about that and what the hours would be. Yeah, sure. We have extended care both in the morning before camp starts.
0: Um, So 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. is our morning care. And then camp runs uh, from 9 to 3. And then we have extended afternoon care from 3 to
1: 6 PM. Okay. And then parents would just pay a little extra for that morning or afternoon or is there like a daily rate or something? There's
0: there's a little additional charge um, for the extended care program. And then you know they're they're taken care of through that whole day. Um, You know, including the afternoon snacks and, and all the things that they need to stay happy and excited.
1: Exactly. Um, and I love that. Like I said, as a working mom, sometimes you know, if there's traffic, or if I'm just you know getting out of a meeting late, or I just need that extra time because I can't leave before you know 5:30 or whatever the case is, um, or in the morning, you know, the same thing. Um, it, it's great that you that you offer that because I know a lot of parents, including myself, that that need that extra time. Yeah, um, it's really fun for kids. M- many camps they call it the after party, and a lot of sure. kids'
0: parents don't even need to to have the care want to stay because uh, the camp day ends in such a fun way.
1: Exactly. No, I love that too. Um, So, so thanks for sharing that. I love just, you know, having that option for, um, for parents. So I know a lot of times parents have questions about um, how many kids are in one group. Um, I know you mentioned there's different age groups, like there's the nebulas and there's the supernovas and whatnot, but how many kids um, are actually in those, those groups?
0: Great. So we do have um, small ratios and for our nebulas, we have an eight to one ratio. Our, which are our kindergartners. Um, for our stars through meteors, it's 10 to one. And that might be you know 10 kids with one counselor or 20 kids in, together with two counselors. Um, and our CIT program, our counselors in training, they can be up to 15 in a group.
1: OK, I love that. I love having that, you know, small, intimate, especially for the little ones. My little guy will still, you know, be in the one to eight ratio this year, obviously. And and I love that he has that special attention because he is young and it is different. You know, they need more kind of hands on one on one um, small group settings. I feel like then when the kids get older and they have a little more autonomy and independence. So I love that you have those those ratios and those those small groups. I think that makes such a big difference, especially for their experience, too. Um, yeah, it's developmentally appropriate and it works really well. Exactly. Exactly. You said it perfectly. Okay. So I know there's different themes each week. Now, if I looked correctly on your website, um, I saw that there's a dinosaur dig, an amusement park adventures and a castle quest. And those are some of the themes that you're going to have this summer. Um, so a, tell me if I'm right. Um, and if you have any more and then tell us a little more about, you know, the themes and how, what they look like when you actually go to camp.
0: Yeah, so that's, you're, you're absolutely right. Those are our three themes. Each one of those themes is offered during a different week. So one week you might come for a dinosaur dig, another week you can come for amusement park adventure, and so on. Um, and that's really another special thing about Camp Galileo, that our program is built around these exciting themes that capture kids' imagination and help turn every week into an immersive adventure. So camp gets decorated to bring the theme to life. There's a fun thematic story that unfolds during the camp ceremonies. And all of the projects and and games that campers do are tied into that theme. So do you want me to give you a couple examples of like? what kids will be doing.
1: Oh, yes, please. I love a little sneak peek of what my kids are going to do this year. I love it. I won't tell them. I'll keep it a secret so they still get excited and surprised. But yes, I'd love to know.
0: All right. So in the dinosaur dig theme, just as an example, the story centers around the discovery of a never before seen dinosaur that makes elusive appearances throughout the week around camp. And campers will do different projects depending on what age group they're in. But as some examples, younger campers might create their own dinosaur costume with a realistic crest and feet and a tail. Um, they might do that in their art rotation. Or in science, they might build a rolling cart that can safely carry fossils over rough terrain for their paleontologist experiments. Um, or they might play outdoor games involving signing a safe path across a dig site without stepping in quicksand. So those are kind of the type of thing that we have for our younger campers. Older campers might engineer, like our supernovas might engineer a counterbalanced dinosaur that has a pneumatic jaw with te- customized teeth and jointed claws that are designed for grabbing various objects and food, or they might learn um, our meteors, the fifth and sixth graders will learn basic woodworking skills that we, to create a portable and personalized camp chair to outfit a oh, wow. dig site or, you know, a backyard barbecue or their soccer game or anywhere else, they might want to bring it after camp. Um, so that's kind of how, you know, the, Fun. immersive, you know, in the amusement park theme, they're going to put their unique spin on carnival rides and games and candy concessions. Build circus wagons and robots and you know things of the like that would be fun in the in a carnival game setting or rides. Um, and during the castle quest week, they'll build castles and catapults and stained glass windows and even a mighty water blaster to defend their kingdom.
1: Oh my gosh, that's um, yeah. so fun. I'm so excited. <laughs> I want to go to camp. <laughs>
0: I they need it for adults
1: for sure. <laughs> yeah, they do. It'd be a lot of self care too. That'd be fun to to get away and just do, you know, I I, I do. I, as an educator, I always emphasize that learning is fun, especially as a play therapist, you know. Um that, that play is, is is fun and it's it's healing and it's um it's just all these things, like using your your brain to think and come up with these, you know, things I think is just so beneficial for children on the educational level, and on the fun, playful level too. So um, I love that. I'm so excited. I I'm not going to tell my kids, but I know they're going to love that. They're going to have a hard time deciding which week to go, because usually we come for one week. Um, and once they hear the themes this year, I think they're going to have trouble deciding which one they actually want to go to. But um, but do you see a lot of kids coming multiple weeks and doing different themes? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's it's great
0: to come for one week and kids learn more. They get more familiar with the camp, the routine the counselors, the more weeks that they come. Um, and their innovative learning, you know, what our whole mission mission is designed upon really grows with that time too. So, uh, I don't know if you were aware, but the Stanford school of education did a, a multi-year study, um, one of their labs there, and they found that kids with more exposure to Galileo really build their innovative skills even more. So they get, you know, stronger at persevering through unfamiliar challenges, sharing their creative ideas more freely, responding better in the face of failure. And so all these, besides just having a great time, all these skills that we really want campers to build, um, develop more, the more they attend.
1: I love that. And I love that it's, um, based off research too. I love that you just shared that because, um, you know, I, I just think having that evidence based information is really good and helpful for parents making the decision because there's lots of summer camps out there, um, you know, and they do cost money. And so we, you know, parents, we want to make sure that that what they're spending is going towards something and it's worth something. And um, you know, for the social aspect, you know, you know, they're spending time with lots of kids um, and kids their age, and you know, have connecting with peers. Um, but then there's also the educational part of it. There's the fun part of it, and I just I love how that's backed up with research. So. Can you tell I'm excited? I love it. <laughs> yes, it's awesome to talk with you about this. Yeah, I love what you're doing. Um, okay, so let's take a minute. And if you would share with us a little bit about what to expect from start to finish at a day at Camp Galileo, right from when the kids check in, and then, um, you know, they go through the tunnel and they go inside, you know, activities, snack breaks, lunch breaks, possibly. Um, what can a parent or a child expect at a day um, at camp?
0: Yeah, you really, you've got it down from your, from oh, last I already say it <laughs> So, you know, I'll, I'll try to bring out the color a little bit more, you know, so when you arrive up to camp, you you come to an incredibly festive and fun environment. Typically there's music playing, there's counselors dancing, you check in your kids quickly and they're escorted through this, what you call the tunnel. We call it a fun machine. It's basically a streamered entrance. The kids run through usually in an exciting way. Um, and then on the other side, they're at camp and they, they join their team, usually outside on the field or on the blacktop. Um, they, they play some getting to know you games until the opening ceremonies begin. And that's usually some songs and some skits. Um, then they have some team time where they're going to play some more games with their team, their small team and their counselor and their, in their small age group. Um, Or there might be, uh, as we get later into the week, all camp games where the whole camp is playing outside together. And then after that, they transition into their three main rotations of the day. And so we have one rotation that's focused on creating in art, one that is focused on challenges in science and engineering, and another one that's focused on outdoor play. And so the kids will have those three rotations during the day some usually in a different order each day to keep things um, exciting and mixed up a little bit. So art and science will typically take place inside where they build these impressive steam projects that I talked about, you know, when I was giving some of those examples. And then outdoors, they have, you know, fun team challenges, playground games, and other get your wiggles out style activities. Um, Usually one rotation, then a snack, then the second rotation, then lunch, and the third rotation, followed by the closing ceremony, and then they transition to the checkout or the extended care.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. You you said it much better than I did. (laughs) I kind of, Often, you know, but, okay. Because I'm always thinking about food, but yeah. um, yes, yes, the the yeah, the the I call it the tunnel. And what did you call it again? Tell me it what you the fun machine. The fun machine. Yes, I think that was one of my I mean, my kids loved so much of it. But they really looked forward to running through that every day. I mean, I think just the welcoming of the music and the fun and the dancing, and then you know, kind of just transporting into you know and transitioning into the camp um, was great, especially for maybe some of those kids that. Um, might be a little bit more timid, you know, they might be a little more anxious or have some, um, exactly. some anxiety from their parents. It really helps kind of just immerse them into this fun environment right from the get go. So absolutely.
0: It gives them something to do. It helps. This, it makes that goodbye time. Yes. Pretty painless. And they, they have something to do Parents usually watch them go through and then and then leave and yes um, you kind of see them already having fun almost you know before they're out, out of sight.
1: Exactly. And they loved I know at our camp they had like a bubble machine right out front and all the yeah. as they'd go through the fun machine fun machine like there was just bubbles and anyway it was just really really fun. So Oh, glad um, to hear that. Yeah. And I like how you mix things up. You know, I like, I mean, kids like predictability and and things like that, but there, there's a routine and there's a schedule, which is great because that does help with that, you know, um, predicting environment, but then you also mix it up so it doesn't get stale either, you know, and, um, it kind of, you know, keeps them on their toes a little bit and just makes it exciting, you know, of what's going to happen next. So, um, yeah. So that's fantastic. Okay, let's shift a little bit. I know there um, are five keys to think like innovators. Will you share what those five things are and just a little bit about what they are?
0: Yeah, sure. I'll just take a quick zoom out. And that's to say that our camps are all built around the Galileo Innov- innovation approach. We call it the GIA And that's the framework that we use to deliver three things that we think all innovators need. So, first is substantive knowledge that guides their breakthrough thinking. Okay, is a mindset that promotes the innovative work, and that's what you were just talking about. Mm -hmm. And third is a process that supports bringing all of their best ideas to fruition. So, no matter what they're doing, they're getting delivered the the knowledge, the mindset, and the and the process. And the mindset is really. key to it, because it's just the way that you're thinking about all the things that you're doing. And this applies to the project work they're doing, to the outdoor games, you know, even to the stories that we, um, that we tell at camp. And so our mindset has five big ideas. And those are be visionary, which is like imagining things that don't exist yet, all that creative thinking, be courageous, fearlessly trying new things. Being collaborative, uh, working with others and building on the unique ideas of others, being determined, which is like persisting in the face of challenges and learning from your setbacks, and being reflective, seeking feedback to improve your work next time and figure out what is and isn't working. So every activity that they do has a mindset challenge that feeds back into one of those five ideas. Um, And we really help campers not only see how they can bring that mindset to life within themselves inside every activity, but also recognize how it supports them to make their projects and their work better.
1: Exactly, and I love that. I I've written blogs on it. I just talked about this morning. I did an Instagram live, um, and I was talking about growth mindsets versus fixed totally. mindsets, and just how your mindset alone. I was talking about creating goals and and habits that you can that you can crush. Basically, was was my you know talk today. Um, but it starts with that growth mindset. It starts with um, you know shifting that mindset in, into that type of visionary that you are talking about. So. Um, I love that the camp focuses on that too, and I think that comes through in you know what you're teaching the kids when they come to camp, you know each week so um now, let's talk a little bit about scholarships for families. um, do you offer any type of financial support um for your camps for these for parents that might need them? Absolutely, we believe that every child should have access to programs that help them build these
0: skills and have you know summer camp fun regardless of resources. so we do offer. Um, both full and partial scholarships. Over the years, we have awarded more than 30,000 camp weeks. um, And our goal this year in our Innovation for All program, which which is what we call it, is to provide 5,000 weeks of camp. Wow. Um, Yeah, it's really, really pretty incredible. And the application to do so is super quick. It's easy. It doesn't take a lot of paperwork and forms and documentation. You can just go to the website I believe it's in the about us section, there's a, a little drop down that says innovation for all, and you can just follow those steps um, and, and apply for, for the scholarships.
1: Okay, wonderful. And speaking of that, um, I'm assuming that's the same way that um, people could register um, to take their kids to camp, you know, look at the different weeks, look at the areas you know, in, in which they are and see um, you know, by zip code maybe where the camps are located. And then once they pick one um, and that's how they register, is that right?
0: Yeah. So we have a camp finder on our website, which is Galileo-camps.com. And in that campfire, just like you said, you put in your zip code. It'll show you the, the camps that are nearest to you. Once you click on the camp, you'll be able to see the schedule and then pick which weeks you'd like to register for.
1: OK, perfect. I love that. And I want to mention before we end today that you have some early bird registration specials right now. <laughs> Can you tell us a little bit about that? Because that'll save yeah. some money, too. Absolutely. So through February 28,
0: anyone who enrolls um, has a early bird special of $50 off
1: their week of camp. Okay, wonderful, and <laughs> we got lots of discounts coming your way, parents. Anyone who's listening, anyone um, you know who's listening to this episode, and then please share it with your friends. Um, what I did last year, honestly, is I. Um, you know, you know, signed up for my kids for the camp. And then I invited their friends from school or just, you know, other kids in our neighborhood. And I said, Hey, does any, any of you want to come to camp with us? And I shared more about Camp Galileo and kind of what the theme was and the link and all these things. And um, so my daughter, who's now in second grade, ended up going to camp with one of her best friends from preschool last year. Yeah, that's so okay. great. They- yeah, they haven't gone to school in like two years together. Um, but I, you know, just invited her to come and I said, do you want to do this? And they said, yes. And so we ended up kind of pairing them together. If you want, you probably have a better term for that. But when we, when we registered them, um, I think there's a section, right. That says, if you have another child, um, who's in the same age group, they can possibly get paired up together. I know it's maybe not a guarantee, but is, is that right?
0: Yes, absolutely. So there are, that you can enter in the names of other kids that you're, you're, your child knows that they want to be grouped with. And usually we try to honor those um, as best as we can.
1: Yes, yes. And in our case, it did work out. They got to go to camp together again. They haven't gone to school in two years together. And they spent the week together at Camp Gallo. And they both had the best time just with each other and, of course, at the camp itself. But it was just great. So I just want to encourage parents out there that are listening to not only sign your own kids up, um, because we had such a great experience. And as you've heard from this episode today of just how amazing Camp Gallo is, um, but also to encourage or invite other parents or other kids from your neighborhood, from your kid's school, or maybe a a child that they haven't seen in a couple years at their front with that maybe they can bond together over that week. Um, And to share these, you know, the discounts, the early bird registration, different things like that. So your child has the opportunity to maybe go and enjoy the camp with a friend as well, which is great because it's always great to meet new friends. But I always like you know, telling parents that, hey, ask your other friend to come. And then it's always nice to see a familiar face, Um, you know, to share the camp week with. So um, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, but speaking of discounts that, uh, that parents can use and share with their friends, um, there's a special um, discount that you created for our listeners today, right? Absolutely. So we have a 15% additional
0: discount with the code PARENTOLOGIST15. And that's good for all of your listeners um, and their friends, of course. And it's good through May 31st of this year.
1: Wonderful. And thank you for that. Thank you for for sharing that. Um, I hope a lot of parents and their friends take advantage of that so they can use the 15% off discount with the um, early bird $50 off registration too. Is that right? That's my understanding. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. Well, hopefully that's the case um, because that would, you know, again, just, I know you know, we're all on a budget, you know, and we all, like I said, want to make sure that our money's going to a good place. Um, but in this particular case, again, just having a week filled with um, learning, um innovation, uh, and fun, I think is just so beneficial, you know for for children. I love that you have. Um, preschoolers and pre-pre kindergartners, um, all the way through tenth grade, and different opportunities for them. So, again, thank you so much for being here today, and I hope we encouraged, um, you know, parents all over the country to sign their kids up for summer camp. <laughs> thank you so much. It was a lot of fun to speak with you. Thank you for joining us today. I can't wait to have you back for more. Make sure to subscribe to the Parentologist podcast so you don't miss an episode, and make sure to tell your friends. This podcast is not intended to be a replacement for therapy. If you or someone you know is in crisis, please call 911.